Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, your friend, Robin Shaw. And today's episode is a general advice call-in show. You know, when we first pitched this show to Betches, um, I wanted it just to be an advice call-in show that every episode was just going to be like, you guys called in, tell me what's going on in your life, and I'd give you advice as, you know, your girlfriend. I have no license in anything. <laughs> like, I'm not a, a professional therapist or life coach or anything, but I'm a good girlfriend, and so I thought this would be a great call-in show. And then we decided to make it a little more specific each episode, come up with a topic, and then kind of came into you guys telling me fun stories, and then it just turned into us chatting on the phone every episode. Uh, but every once in a while, I kind of like to bring it back to the original concept is, you know, me helping you guys out. So uh, I said on my Instagram and my TikTok that the topic was just general advice and to call in. I'll, I'll, make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok so you know the topic every week, at Robin Shaw Comic. And then I had a bunch of people that couldn't call in but still needed advice. So I actually wrote a bunch of them down. So I'll do half calls and half of the online questions that were or, or problems that were submitted so we could cover everything. But first, I have to tell you guys what happened, okay? See, this is why I shouldn't be giving advice. My own life is so messy. But don't they say what you can't do, you teach? Isn't that a quote? I don't know. Maybe I'm making that up. But it's like, my love life is so messy, which is why I think I'm good at helping other people. People, you know, guys, remember a few episodes ago on the Paris episode, I told you about Paris boyfriend, um, just to catch you up. Um, I was going to Paris two weeks before I changed my hinge profile. I started talking to this guy. I told him how one of the things I wanted to do was go on a romantic date. He's like, I gotcha. And then we like fell in love that night. And for two weeks, we were like obsessed with each other, texting all the time. And then the four days before leading up to it, we spoke on the phone every day. And I mean, that night for an hour each night. And we just, ugh, I liked him so much. And then we had our date and it was the most romantic night of my life. Oh my gosh. We kissed under the Eiffel Tower and it was just, oh, I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And then the night 
that I was leaving the night before I was leaving, I was leaving at like 6am flight. Uh, I was supposed to go to his place and then he was 30 minutes late. So I went, I turned around and then we spoke on the phone. Um, he was like annoyed with me that I left and that I wouldn't come back. And I was annoyed with him that he was 30 minutes late and that he, you know, didn't feel bad for it. Um, and then that phone call ended with, I said, well, I guess this just isn't meant to be. And he says, I guess not. And we hung up and then we never spoke again. And I was like so upset because I really liked him. I was also upset because, you know, he was tainting my happy memory. (laughs) And so anyway, I never spoke to him again until the other night. I think it was like three nights ago or four nights ago. I um, was sitting on my couch and I'm responding to comments on Instagram. And then all of a sudden, ding, like, cause I talked to him through WhatsApp and he's the only person I talked to on WhatsApp. So it comes down and said, you know, you have a message from his name, uh, Paris boyfriend. My mouth dropped to the floor. I was like, oh, and I like froze. Cause I, I thought I would never speak to this man ever again. He's in Paris. I'm in New York. Like we have no common friends. We have no common anything. I don't even think he has social media. I've tried to find him. I can't find anything. Um, and so I was shocked. So I open it up and it says, happy new year's Robin. And so then I write back, happy new years, his name, a uh, Paris boyfriend. And then he said, I've thought many times about messaging you. And then I write me too. And the truth is I have, I have thought about messaging him, but I clearly didn't. Um, and so then he said, um, I'm so like upset how things ended with us. Like, I'm really sorry. And I just, oh my gosh, you don't even know how much I really wanted to him to say sorry. It made me so happy. And then I said, yeah, no, I'm like really upset how things ended as well. And then he said, can we just, you know, move on and start, you know, new or something like that? And I said, absolutely. And then he said, you know, if you're ever in Paris, like you're always welcome. I forgot how he worded it. And I was like, thank you. I said, if you ever come to New York, you're always welcome, you know, to contact. Um, and he said, thank you. Very kind. And then that was it. Um, and then like uh, two days later, I sent him a video of the, I took a video when I was sitting in his car in front of the Eiffel tower. And I sent him a video just being like, this is, you know, from our date that I took in the car. And he was like, Oh, this is so nice. Thank you for sending me. And then that was it. And I cannot believe I had communication with him. I really thought I'd go the rest of my life without ever talking to this man ever again. Now you're like, wait, Robin, is the door back open? No, no. Um, I don't, you know, no one after Frank, I always said I won't do long distance ever again. And two, the way that went down, I just did not make me happy. And it's just not what I want. You know, there's a lot of things that I was just like, "Mm," you know, but I'm just so happy because it was just like that date was one of the most romantic, well, was the most romantic night of my life. And I hated that I had this like negative feeling towards him. And I feel like now that I got my apology and like, we just kind of put an end to it. I feel so much better. Also, if you haven't picked up this about me, I don't like fighting. I don't like having any negative feelings in my heart. Like I, I don't like that. I, I'm very rarely mad at people just because I, I don't want to, I don't want to hold on to that. Well, I always find like, if you're mad at someone, they're not the ones being punished. You are because you're the ones having these negative thoughts and feelings. So the fact that I got to like have some peace and a resolution and closure just makes me so happy. Cause now I really don't have any bad or hard feelings towards him. And again, I, I don't want to open that door again, but I am just so happy that now I could say, okay, he, he was the guy I kissed under the Eiffel tower. He was, you know, it didn't work out, but he apologized. It's fine. We're moving on. And I could put a nice little bow on it. And that is the conclusion of the Paris boyfriend.
<laughs> anyway, hi, security. How hi. are you? Good, good. Um, you know something? I what? have to say, you are very lucky in that, you know, just this within the past 12 months, you've gotten to have closure on many things. Like, you oh, know, like with Hercules. With Hercules and now this guy. Yeah, if you didn't it's... listen to the ex-boyfriend podcast episode, I highly encourage it. I, to me, it's the best episode. Um, my ex, Hercules, who I dated for six years, hadn't spoken to in seven uh, until this podcast. We, we we hashed it out and I had such closure and it was so nice because I um I really, it's I don't do well with conflict. Like it, it, But I thought that's like a trait of our family. Mm-hmm. I can only think of one fight between between me and CIA and only one fight with me and you in our ho- my whole and life. your fight with CIA, I don't even know what that is. Oh my God, do you want me to tell you? Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. It's not even that juicy. Um, we were the whole family. This is back when I was dating the boyfriend before Hercules. Okay, yep. We don't talk about him just because I, there's nothing fun to talk about. But anyway, because I don't have closure with him. <laughs> talk about hatred in my heart. Wait, I found one. <laughs> Um, so we were like the whole family was out dinner, but like cousins, aunts and uncles, we were all at some Italian restaurant and CIA was like making jabs at my intelligence, like making, you know, sometimes he could be like uh-huh. make jokes, like sarcastic, yeah. you know, kind of like what we do to you. But like, uh, for me, it's what <laughs> <laughs> But when it's about well, you, you it's never funny. make fun of my intelligence. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> You make fun of my entertainment value. Yeah, no, no. We don't make fun of your intelligence. <laughs> no, but he kept like really making fun of my intelligence and I was getting more and more angry. And I remember um what we need we don't even have a name for my ex. What should we, we name him? Keys. Keys? Oh, that's yes. right. Keys. Okay, Keys. We'll explain yeah. why later. But um so Keys was like this Italian guy. Not a you know not scary, but you wouldn't want to fuck with him, mm-hmm, right? Exactly, right? Yeah. And so he's like, he's like, you want me to say something? <laughs> this is at the dinner <laughs> okay. to me because like CIA was going so hard mm-hmm. on the jokes; it wasn't even funny. He was just like putting me down, yeah. and I'm like, no, no, no. But the fact that he was able to pick up that like someone was being mean, yeah. um, and so then I was mad at CIA for like three months. I didn't talk to him, but he doesn't know. So and, I, yeah. <laughs> and then after like three months, I was like, yeah, I forgive him. And then I, we moved on. I actually never told him. Wow. That was the only time I fought. I've never fought with him otherwise. And I, then our fight was when I was with that really terrible agent mm-hmm. and I yeah. was just being a psychopath and I was just lashing out at everyone. I was, I lashed mm-hmm. out at you and then uh, we got into a big yelling match. But that also that, lasted yeah. for a day. Yeah. Very quick. Yeah. So, I mean, we're just not fighters. No. And that's why like you see on social media when things are happening and, you know, there's drama with uh, celebrities and you're like, why isn't, or, or like real issues. And you're like, why isn't Robin fighting? Why? I, I'm not good at it. No. I'm not, I, I don't do well. And even with me, everything you let be honest, it's <laughs> what you do to me. It's, it's all in jest. It's all in fun. Oh my gosh. Do you know, I got a DM. Someone's like, you're so mean to security. And I'm like, do they <laughs> even know what I have to put up with? No, come on. <laughs> no, but like, t- tell the people, tell that one person that I'm nice to you. No, she is. She is really, and very complimentary. And she knows that she can't do anything. <laughs> Listen to last week's episode. What? The wedding. Wait, what? I can't die in a wedding. That's what we talked about oh, last yeah, week. Yeah, no, uh, no. Obviously, everything I say to you is in jest. Of course, eighty-two <laughs> percent. <laughs> 
Wait, I, so I was about to say something and it left my brain. Oh, when um, back in the day, we used to have when people would say to us, oh, you guys are so close. Security's line would always be. It's like working with my best friend. And then I would in jest go, oh, it's like working with my 10th best friend. And so what? You used to say third best friend. Did I just go down <laughs> seven? I've made some new friends since then. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, what, how do we even get on this? Um, I don't like to fight. Yeah. What does have to, oh, with a Paris boyfriend. Yes. Oh, so I feel so much better that we're like ending this on good terms. And I, I actually don't think it's the end of like, I'll never speak to him again. I could see him like in a year or two being like, mm -hmm. I'm in New York or vice versa. Let's and, bring him on the podcast. Okay. You're going to, you, you're joking, but do you know that was in the back of my head? I'm like, okay, now that we're on good terms, can I ask him to come on the podcast? Maybe wait a little because, okay. you know, I don't want him to find the other episode. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait six months till the other episode's buried. Right. And then I was like, oh, I should could have him on now, now right. that we're on good terms. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So anyway, I, and I thought I gave myself some good advice by saying, yes, have some closure, but let's not move backwards. Let's move forward. Mm -hmm. yes. right. Do you need any advice? Oh, by the way, someone once asked for the last advice episode, you wanted to know what you should do about the girl walking the dog. Yes. You should ask her yes. out. Yes. Whatever happened with that? I saw the, I didn't see her, but I saw the dog being walked by a guy. So I said, okay, like. Oh, look, she has a boyfriend. Or a yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. So I'm like, you know, no, move, not, on. move on. Okay. Do you need any advice on anything? So there's a new girl I see walking a dog. No, really? I don't. No, no. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh. <laughs> I didn't make fun of your intelligence. Okay. Um, so should we start with calls or should we do the right? Let's start with the calls. Okay. All right, give me the first person on the line. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Okay, Robin, we have Millie on the line. Hi, Millie. Welcome to Call Waiting. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Wait, let me take my temperature. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, let me take a picture. And I'm like, I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. So today is, you know, general advice. So you could ask me anything. So pay me a picture. What's going on? My dilemma is work. I'm a, a teacher at a school, and we brought in a new teacher, a third teacher, but this third teacher is, like, bullying me out of my position as far as doing things I'm supposed to do, and I'm that person where I don't speak up, but it's frustrating me, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So she's taking over my position, and I'm just so kind-hearted, I can't be mean and say, like, stop. But I'm at that point where I'm getting miserable going to work. Right. Um, okay, just I have a, two questions. One, is it something where it's like if she keeps doing this, then you're going to be out of a job? Or it's just that she's like stepping on your toes and it's frustrating? 
I won't be out of a job, but it's frustrating because I'm not hired. I was hired to be an assistant teacher rather than a third teacher, if that makes sense. Right. Uh, yeah. So I don't know how to. I've complained about it. My bosses aren't really doing anything. Okay, so can can you give know. me like give me an example of something she's doing that is like your job and she's taking it over? Okay. All right. So as I'm walking with the kids and like there's a the, a beginning teacher, a middle teacher, and then the end teacher. So she'll sit there and wait for me and make sure I'm okay with the last group of kids. Like, you know, that. Or if I am talking with a child and I'm talking to a child, she'll just come and interrupt and put in her two cents over my two cents. And I just mean back off and get frustrated instead of telling her, putting her in her position. Okay. As my, look, I'm the first person who hates conflict, so I get it. Me I too. think, Me I think, too. The, but I, I do think in this situation, the only thing to do is to talk to her. And I don't think it needs to be in a confrontational way. I think you just like, uh, you know, one day after school, just go up to her and say, you know, let's say her name is Melissa. Like, Melissa, can I just talk to you for one second? Be like, hey, I appreciate. And you could start with, you know, I always say compliment you know, do the compliment sandwich, you know, like say like, Hey, I just want to say thank you so much for like all your help with everything in the class. I so appreciate it. Um, the only thing is sometimes when you're doing X, Y, and Z and give specific examples that you would like her to stop doing, um, be like, but when you do the, you know, back of the line or when you do this or when you do this, it, it almost feels like you don't trust what I'm doing or it feels like you're stepping, you know, and I think, and then, say with that said I really love when you help me with the homework so if you could you know what I mean like sandwich it in between two compliments so she can't get on the defensive you know but how can I compliment someone when I don't like somebody you lie (laughs) you lie you lie you lie you find something you you know Um, especially if it's like something like small you know you could find something you could find something she's doing that you know great with the kids but leave me the hell alone. Yeah, so you say, say, <laughs> Melissa, I love how good you are with the kids. I, I actually admire that. I'm learning a lot from you. With that said, if you don't mind, when we're going to the bathroom, if you could just leave the end of the line alone because it's it's making me feel like uh, you don't trust me. It's getting in my head. Also, if you could stop doing this. With that said, I love the way you lead this, and I'm going to take that idea. For, you know, Just squish it in between, but I, if you don't say something to her, it's not going to end. So you have to speak up now. I have to speak up. Yes. I have to, but yeah, I I know I do. It's just, I'm not like, like I'm not confrontational. So I know. I know. To me, I don't want to sound mean. I know, but you know, because it's making me miserable. Yeah. And like, if you're miserable at work, like work is such a big part of our lives. We're there, you know, most of the day, every day. So you got to speak up. But I really think compliment sandwich and you're good. You're going to be good. And look, it can't be worse than it is now. So, well, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I I, I don't know. I think if you end with a compliment, you, you shall be less on the defensive. All right, I know. You All got right, this. And s- and send me a I DM. So you got this and send me a DM after you do this. So I I know you survived. <laughs> uh, I will. And it's I just want to tell you how much I absolutely enjoy. I look for you. I search for you on my Instagram. You're the first person I would look up. 
You are awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. They say you know how to give a compliment. Find a find a compliment on Melissa and and give a sandwich. You're good at it. But I, but I like you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I right, thank you so much for calling in and and uh, good luck with this. You'll be fine. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, I am terrible. Like, trust me, I'm the first person. Although, at a point, because then I said, you asked, didn't you once recently just told me that you were proud that I speak up? When was that? I I don't know, but it's usually when I notice it happens to me and you also. It's when we're like in an angry mood. Then it's almost like, sometimes when I'm in an angry mood, I'm like, you know something? If I have to confront someone, I'm ready to confront them. For me, it's when yeah, maybe maybe it's on the same thing. It's not even that I'm angry. You have to push me one step too far. And mm-hmm. I think that's yes. what you mean. Like yeah. we're we're fine, we're fine, we're fine. And then you go one step too far, and then but you're not. I you see but you my, never but, confront. You just cut people off. Yeah, but and also that my, my point of yeah you, is so. Far. Yeah, I've never like, seen you mad. Like, no. it's so hard to get you mad. For me, it's easy to get me mad, but um, I only like. I don't know. I feel like you just have to push me too far, and then I'll speak mm-hmm. up. All right, let's uh, let's take another call. Okay, Robin, we have Jessica on the line. Hi, Jessica. Welcome to Call Waiting. Hi, Robin. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited you're on. So today is advice, help. What? What? Tell me what's going on. Let me see what I can do. Okay, so here's the tea. So I have this roommate who is just very inconsiderate. She, like, leaves the dishes unwashed. They're, like, stacked to the extreme. She'll leave her dirty socks on the table. Um, She'll leave, like, her random stuff, like, just laying on the floor. Um, I even found, like, a used condom (laughs) Um, near the kitchen area. Near the kitchen area? Change in the kitchen. Yes! And so, like, I am, like, I have no idea what to tell this roommate. I have, like, told her many times, like, hey, like, you know, can you maybe clean up after yourself? And it's just been repetitive. Um, so I just, I need the advice. All the advice that I can, can get is is just please help your girl out because she's stressed in and overwhelmed and disgusted out. Okay, a few questions. First off, so you've already, you've already told her, like, hey, can you clean, like, you've already spoken to her. Correct. All right. And what was her response? Um, she like, obviously she's like, oh yeah, like, sure, sure thing. Um, you know, I'll do it when I get home. And then like, it's just like, I constantly have to remind her. Um, and I'm a lot older than her. Like she's just, um, so we're in the military. And so like, we have to share, I mean, I live in the barracks and so we have to share, um, dorms, right? We're in the dorm and we get inspected every, um, like monthly. And so when we get like, the merit if it's not clean and it's just not on one person it's like the both of us um and then we get like our chain of command hold so it's like hey you know like you're being messy for the both of us because we're both getting in trouble you know right so it's kind of like Oh, that's okay. So this, see now this, cause I was thinking of a whole other way, but now that I know you're in the military, so you don't even have an option on whether or not to room with her. Right. Right. Okay, because I was going to say how long's your lease. All right, okay, okay, okay. Let me think for one second. Ooh, this just made this so much more complicated. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, oh, got it, got it, got it, okay? 
So I think, and remember, you're going to come off a little anal, but I think this is the way to solve the problem. Who gives a shit what she thinks, right? So say, um, hey, let's call her Stephanie. Say, hey, Stephanie, um, not to be like anal or annoying, but I made a chores chart for us so so that every day we can make sure our barrack or room, whatever it's called, um, is stays clean. So this way we don't get in trouble and that we're like staying on top of things and then like make a mm-hmm. chart and then at like six o'clock or whatever time every night, say to her, say, be like, oh my God, I forgot to do my blog. Like put it on you as if you forgot to do your part, you know, so that she's looking at the chart to realize what she has to do. And I think if you make it like a daily thing, that's like out, like hanging up, then maybe like, even if you write like, um, clean the kitchen, you know, so that she sees it every day that she has to clean the kitchen or whatever, you know, make the better, blah, blah, blah. I think if you have a chart wheel or a chart, chart, <laughs> a, a chores chart out, like out, like, so she has to see it and every day bring it up of like, but put it on you be like, Oh my gosh, did I not do the dishes? Oh, Oh, Stephanie, that was actually for you to do today, <laughs> you know? Um, okay. but I think it needs to be out so that it's brought up on a daily basis. Cause I, there was a time my friend Carrie and I had, we were living in this house with two other roommates and there was this girl, she was so messy, but she didn't even know she was messy. Like she would just like spit, drop food on the floor and just not pick it up. Like, I, I, and I was like, what is wrong with this girl? You know? And like, we would tell her that she has to do her own dishes but she would do the dishes and not get all the food off the dishes. Like she would like leave food. Oh, but so I think there are just some people who's like mess and, and dirtiness doesn't bother them. So I think if there's a, a chore chart out, and you're constantly referencing it, it's just a step so that you're not fighting with her, but you're bringing it up on a daily basis. Right. Okay. Yeah. And, and like, I, so like, I'm, I'm trying to be considerate of, um, like maybe she's, this is her first time maybe out of their parents' house, you know? So I'm trying to like, okay, try to see it from a different perspective. Maybe she just hasn't lived on her own and, you know, she's just so used to maybe people picking up after her. So, you know, like I'm trying to figure out like, okay, like what, how can we balance this out, you know, without trying to mom her, you know? Um, so I could definitely take that into consideration with like the chores list instead of nagging on her. It's kind of like, it keeps us accountable for each other rather than just on her. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I think and okay. actually the way you just worded that is so nice and perfect. Like if you was like, you know, Hey Stephanie, I made us a chore chart so that, you know, I'm, we're not nagging at each other about keeping clean, but just keeping each other accountable and ourselves accountable. Like, you know, so it's for you too. I, how you just worded it was so sweet. I think that's the way to go. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you. That really helps me and see a different perspective. Um, but yeah, I didn't mean, I didn't really think about that. I think I was just like, targeting her you know yeah I'm "Hmm." sure she's not doing it yeah she's no like there's just some people who are messy and and like I feel like you said if she's younger she may have had a mom you know or or dad or whoever picking up after her you know so you're not being a mom you're not being nagging you're you're helping her she needs to grow she needs to learn um and I I I think the way you're so you sound so sweet you don't seem like a confrontational person I think if you just talked her put it on the chart put it that you both need to be held accountable I think is the way to go okay now how do we talk about her man (laughs) (laughs) wait what happened with her man do we not like him okay so like the whole like him dressing in the kitchen like first of all I just think that's so weird because she has her own room in her own bathroom so it's like I don't understand why he would change in the kitchen and like 
Oh, you're talking about the condom? very at home. Are you talking about the condom? Yeah, like, I don't know if they, like, get freaky, you know, in the kitchen, you know? I don't know. Um, You know, she she can do her, but just clean up after yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) On the the short charts, they put no sex in the kitchen. Uh, I think think when you bring up the, like, if it was me, I just bring up everything at once. Like, bring up the chart, say, this is so great. This will keep us both accountable. You know, we'll check in every night to make sure that chart is done. Also, you know, I found a condom in the kitchen because this is our shared space. If you don't mind just keeping that all in the bedroom, I, that would be so great. Like there's a way to bring this up, I think nicely, but you got to bring it up. It, she, she, I don't think she's aware. It, what you're telling me, it just doesn't seem like this person is self-aware. So I would just bring it up all in one conversation, get it out of the way. It may be awkward, but then you can move forward. Okay. Yeah. No, that's definitely and I can definitely try it out and then I'll spill the tea what happens. Okay, yes, please do. <laughs> Call back in and let us know. And also, thank you so much for your service. You know, so I'm so appreciative. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, thank you so much for your support. Um, And like, you know, off the record, like, well, actually on the record too, you are amazing, Robin. I just want to say like how much love and support that you give out, not only to your fans, but just the community in general. Like, I aspire to be like you because you have proven to me, I mean, I'm pretty sure as well as the rest of the community that you don't have to have a bajillion dollars to do good in the community. Um, The way that you just, you're, you're of service to other people and all the things that you do for community, just know that it is seen and, and I just, I see it and I'm the rest of the community sees it. And it's just so, it gives hope and you know how we talk about, there's so much going on in the world right now that I feel like the love and the joy that you bring to people is just, it, it might be a small joy for you, but just know that it's a huge joy for us. Oh my and, gosh. Um, we just love it and we appreciate it and keep slaying girl. You are doing it. And um, I love you so much. Oh my God. Uh, I, oh, love I love you. Th- thank-, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for saying all of that. I'm giving you the biggest, biggest hug. Um, at this point, I'm ready to tell the girl off for you. <laughs> You can tell me what you want me to do. And I got your back now. Uh, thank you so much for calling in. Good luck. Uh, send me a DM. Let me know how it goes. Okay. Okay. Sweet. Will do. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. And, and thank you and stay safe. Okay, all right. Bye. Oh my gosh. So sweet. Very sweet. I'll let, you know what? That's all you need. You tell me, you say something that sweet to me. I'm about to beat this girl up for her. Mm-hmm. And the girl's just messy. Yeah. <laughs> The girl really didn't do anything that bad. I'm ready to take her down. But she did. I, I ride with Jessica. <laughs> no, but she did do stuff in the kitchen. That's... Yeah, no, that is, if you have a roommate and you're having sex all around the apartment, that's just rude. That's rude. Yeah. You know, just like be considerate. Or Robin comes out after you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I've gotten into one fist fight. You know the story, yes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't my fault. She started it. Yep. I don't even know if I should tell this story. Well, now <laughs> people are gonna be like, wait, what the fuck? You got into a fist fight? Yeah. And um I went to Yukon and there was a um what is it called? Spring weekend. There's about twenty thousand people in a parking lot partying. Okay. So everyone's like shoulder to shoulder. And this girl turns around and she and we're so drunk. I'm so drunk. Everyone's drunk. And this girl turns around, she goes, Don't fucking bump into me. And I was like, sorry, you know? <laughs> and then she goes, she pulls her arm back and punches me in the mouth so hard. And I don't know if it was, you know, that flight or fight. Mm-hmm. Well, you would think I'm a flight. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> wow. So I just went, 
And I pushed her because like she punched me. So I was like mm-hmm. pushing her away and she fell backwards. And then I fell on top of her and then I punched her. And then my friend pulled me off and we like ran away. But but that, it was like a self-defense. I've never yeah. like we weren't hit as kids. Like our parents never no. hit us. So I've never been hit before. So when I got hit, it was almost like a. Reaction. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, my point is, Jessica, if your roommate <laughs> fucks with you, call me and I got your back. All right, let's do one more call and then I'll do some of the uh, write-ins. Okay. Okay, Robin, we have Yessie on the line. Hi, Yessie. Welcome to Call Waiting. Hi, Robin. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? I'm pretty good, too. So today is advice. Let me help you. What's, what's going on? Okay, so my goal for this year is to try to have more fun with dating. Um, I tend to take it too seriously, and then I end up screwing myself over because of that. Um, So I've been following you for about three years now, and I really love your attitude and your approach towards dating, and you just seem to have a lot of fun with it. And to be honest, I kind of aspire to be like you in regards to dating. The only problem is I'm a really shy, quiet introvert. So it's really, really hard for me to do that. So I just want some advice on how to like just approach it with a more fun, carefree attitude. Okay. I gotcha. First off, let me just say that um, I share on social media uh, the fun stories. So don't be too hard on yourself because there's so many times I'm sharing a funny story, but truthfully, Mm -hmm like it, it may have actually hurt me. Do you know what I mean? Like, so don't, right. don't yeah. be too hard on yourself. Like I'm a comedian and I'm an entertainer. So when I, sometimes I'm telling stories, I, I share the funny part, but there may have been a moment when the person said something or didn't call or they're no longer in my life that I, I too was really right. hurt. So don't be too hard on yourself. Dating is really hard. And also dating mm-hmm. is your heart. And so anytime you're putting your heart on the line, it's hard, it's scary. So I just want to put that disclaimer because I um I want you to know that uh, it's hard for everyone, myself included. So you're you're doing mm-hmm. great. You're doing fine. So you know, make sure you you tell yourself that. With that said, okay. the advice I can give on how to make dating a little more fun is by not putting pressure at least on that first date. You know, like mm-hmm. when you're going on a first date, think of it not as is this my future partner, but what let me have fun tonight you know i always try on yeah. that first date to wear an outfit that i've been wanting to wear for a while you know or or, or like mm-hmm. go out you know earlier in that day and buy like a new lipstick or a new bra or something that like you want to wear so that you're doing the date for you and it's like oh i haven't been out in a while like even this past weekend i ended up not going on a date but i was like oh i haven't gone on a date in a while like and it wasn't about the guy i didn't care who i went on a date with I just wanted to go out. I wanted to feel pretty. I wanted to have a drink. So I think the the first step is just um, start changing your mentality on that first date, you know, um, Mm -hmm. that it's about you and not about the guy Um, that that right away is going to make dating more fun up top. And then as far as like, Mm -hmm. you know, being I know you're saying a little more shy, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think. I, I think it's really the same thing. I think if you make it about you and less about them, I think it it will be a better time for you, honestly. Yeah, yeah. And that's I've been trying to change my mindset, especially the first meeting. 
even, I don't even want to call it a date, just a meetup, something casual, coffee, just to kind of take off that pressure of the first time. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think just with more practice that way, meeting up with more guys more often, I think that'll definitely help with with my shyness and just yeah. trying to, and then yeah. also I, um, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like if you, I'm trying to think, cause again, I'm not, I'm not very shy. So I'm trying to think like a little mm -hmm. bit more for you. I think, uh, also maybe when you're matching with, I don't know, like if you're on dating sites or something, I would try to, I yeah. I, yeah, I would, when you're talking to him online, if a guy's like not very talkative, maybe you need someone who's a little more outgoing for the first date. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so when you're yeah. matching with people, if their first line to you is, how are you hot? Like nothing like they're not the conversation person. I don't think that's your person for these first dates. I think yeah. for me, cause I'm such a freaking chatterbox. You know what I mean? Like I actually <laughs> don't mind dating someone who's more quiet and more reserved. Actually, that's usually my type for you. I would, for the first date, only go out with the guys that are leading the conversations and are helping you along. Right. And that's how I am now. I get, I tend to get bored easily. So if no, someone's not keeping up with the conversation, typically I just unmatch them. And I've also, I've always thought that my ideal partner was an extrovert mm -hmm. just so they can help me get out of my shell. Also kind of relieve a little bit of social pressure yeah. from me. So I definitely approach it that way too. If someone's not very talkative, not really engaging, I don't really see it going any better in person. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you definitely need to focus on dating extroverts. And I think you need to just really focus on it being about you and not about finding your partner. Make, you know, I also say like, um, if so people hate dating, cause I have friends that hate dating. I'm like, well then make dates things you like doing, you know? Um, mm -hmm. like if you like doing, if you, if you're a movie person, like make, go to the movies. If you like bowling, go bowling. First dates don't have to be a drink. You know, it doesn't have to right. be coffee where you're just sitting down, you know, um, come up with something that like you want to do just so that you just make it fun for you and take less pressure off mm -hmm. of finding your partner. And I actually think you'll find your partner faster. Yeah. And I definitely love that, especially making it more about me rather than him or just the date in general. Yeah. Cause a lot of people suck. So if we're waiting, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you don't want to ruin every night. <laughs> you know? So mm -hmm. make it about you. And then when, when you meet someone that doesn't suck, then you could, after that, after those couple of dates and you were like, Oh wow, this person doesn't suck. Then you can make it about them and, yeah. and you both together. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, thank you for calling. I hope I'm helpful and uh, keep us updated how the dates go. I will do. Thank you so much, Robin. All right. Bye. What? You've given me that advice. What? About making it about me. And actually, you know, I, I'm a, I do the speed dating. Yeah. I make those about me and yeah. I have a blast now doing it because you, you told me that. That's yeah, especially what... in the beginning. Look, eventually you want to find someone there where you're both putting, you mm -hmm. want them to be happy and blah, blah, blah. But I think in the beginning when it's just like a first date, because dating could be so awful, make sure you're having fun. I, I'm telling you, I like first dates so much because I love getting dressed up. I, I like, yeah. you know, if you make it about you, you can make it more fun. All right, let's do some of the write-ins. All right, here we go. My husband and I 
aren't exactly happy with our daughter's choice in a boyfriend. The guy just doesn't sit right with us and family dinners have turned awkward and silent. We want our daughter to be happy, but we also can't shake the feeling that this guy is trouble. Any advice on handling the we don't like your boyfriend conversation without causing a fight or pushing our daughter away? Um, Okay, if you don't like your daughter's boyfriend, um, I'm sorry to say this to you, but it's not your decision. I hate saying that, but it's not your decision. Unfortunately, I think you need to, especially if you do think he's trouble, I think you need to be there even closer with your daughter so that she feels like she can come to you if shit hits the fan. Do you know what I mean? My mom always said to me, like, you know, if you ever get in trouble, make sure you come to us first, you know, like, well, we'll bury the bodies for you, you know, make sure she knows that if, if this guy's trouble and you really feel like he's trouble, don't, um, don't alienate it, her specifically, because then when shit does go bad, she's going to not want to come to you because she's going to feel like you're going to say, I told you so or whatever. Um, but you, you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. So just because if I'm dating someone and my mom's like, I don't like him, you know, you, you still date the person by you having that conversation. You're probably going to push her away. So I would, um, bite your tongue. Unfortunately, you and your husband could talk as much shit as you want behind his back and her back. But I think ultimately just be there for her so that if things go bad, she knows she can come to you. All right, next, Robin, I recently moved to a new state, and while the change has been exciting, uh, the loneliness bug has hit me hard. Making friends as an adult feels impossible. I've tried striking up conversations at local spots, but I stink at small talk. Any tips or tricks in picking up friends along the way? Um, okay, there is an app. i sorry, I don't know it offhand. It's like it's kind of like Tinder, but for friends. Go- just Google this because it's an actual thing. Um, and to it's like meet up with friends. Um, I would suggest that I would also Google, like go to like meetup.com. A lot of those have like different social events. Sometimes there's like sewing class or belly dancing, take classes that you're interested in. Cause then it's a lot of times those things are other people by themselves looking to make friends. In my early comedy career, when I was headlining, I would make meetups for these comedy shows so that I could get people to come in almost all the time. It was a lot of people coming by themselves, also either new to cities, and they would like exchange numbers. So find sites where there are group activities that you could sign up for. Security, are you shocked that I'm actually good with advice? I am just like, I'm enjoying this. My life should be so much more put together than it is. Uh, she writes, brace yourself. I hooked up with my boss. Shocking, right? It was totally mutual and we're both single adults and there's no power play or shady business. But now we're standing of, at the crossroads of what now? Both of us want to pursue this further, but the office isn't exactly a rom-com set. Any advice on how to navigate the situation without turning it into a workplace drama? How do I handle the tricky dance of office romance? Huh, interesting. Um, I would, ugh, I would keep it under wraps as long as possible, <laughs> to be honest. I don't know where you work, like what type of office. I don't know if it's like f- super frowned upon, do you know, or, or like not allowed. Like, I don't want you guys getting in trouble. Um, 
I, what I would do is I would keep it under wraps for a little bit. And then once you guys know, I re- we both really like, we're gonna, let's do this. We're both in. I would hit up HR. <laughs> I would, I would go to them first before you start telling people, let them know that this is both mutual. We both want this. We want to make this public, ask them their suggestion on how to move forward. Just cause I don't want the, who, whoever's the boss you were, uh, I'm not going to be with your boss. I don't want your boss getting in trouble. So I would hit up HR. If there's no HR, if he has a boss above him, go to that. You know, you just want to make sure no one gets in trouble. Keep it under wraps until you're 100% positive you want to make this work. All right, let's do one more. Okay, I recently discovered my ex... No, sorry. I recently discovered that my boyfriend is following his ex on Instagram. When I brought it up, he insisted they're just friends and it's harmless. Now, I'm not the jealous type, but the little green monster in my head is whispering otherwise. Am I overreacting or is it fair to ask him to unfollow his ex? How do I strike a balance between trust and setting healthy boundaries? Um, okay. Huh. Okay. At first I was like, no, if you ask him to unfollow, he needs to unfollow. But like, what happens if they are like old friend? No, you know what? Because so I'm, as you may know, good, really good friends with my ex-boyfriend. Like not only do we follow each other, but we call each other all the time. We're super close. We have had the conversation multiple times that it, once one of us starts dating someone, not only will we pull back, but we will respect, the, you know, our new significant others, you know, boundaries. And we've ha- I've had that conversation. So your boyfriend, um, once you've said that you're uncomfortable, he should start setting a boundary with his ex. Like if you don't want him following it, he has to do you're his girlfriend now. So I would bring this up to him again. I would say, hey, I really am uncomfortable with your your friendship with your ex, it doesn't make me feel good. I would really appreciate you cutting contact down, if not altogether. And if he doesn't respect that, then he's not respecting your feelings. Like then there's a bigger underlining problem that you're going to have to really look at and dive deep. But uh, I speak to him again and let him know that this is not okay. And you're not wrong. If this is how you feel, then that's how you feel. I don't know if I'd be comfortable with, uh, you know, one uh, Frank, when we were together, his best friend is a woman. And they were like, they were in Disney together. He lives in California and she was in visiting and they were going to Disney. And then I remember they were staying at the same hotel and then I called them and he was like, oh, blah, blah's, you know, in her bed next to me. And I said, next to you? He's like, yeah, we're sharing a room. I said, you're sharing a room? Like I freaked out. I understand they had been friends for like 30 years. I didn't care. And I told him that will never happen again and never happen again. Like you, it's okay. It's okay. If you're unhappy with something, you just got to let them know if they don't respect it, then there's an underlining problem. Security. That was just like a bing, bing, Come bing, on. bing. Like so you why just, is my life so messy? Because you're helping others. You got to pretend that you're someone else. Yeah. Although I guess my life isn't that messy. I mean, I pay my bills. Hey. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> After a lot of time, I'm like, so you're, oh my God, do you remember one time? Um, uh, this is when I first moved into my I, studio I know, apartment I know, I know the story you're telling. <laughs> I'd always, I always had roommates or I lived with my ex and then I had my first solo apartment and then one time my electricity was turned off and then I called Richie. I'm like, why was my electricity? And they called Con Ed and they said, she hasn't paid since she's moved in, which was nine months ago. She's never paid one bill. And I said, that's not true. I pay Verizon every month. And he's like, Verizon is not your electric <laughs> company. <laughs> it's security, by the oh, way. Oh, what did I say? You said Okay, can we beep that, please? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
right. Uh, do you have an end segment? Yes, I do. Oh, great. No, no, this is not. Well, this is actually on the very um, same line of what you were just doing right now. Oh, it's on topic. Yes, very when on topic. When we first started this podcast, you always had names for your segments. Okay, this is called Dear Robin. Okay, the sound. Okay, so wait, so what are we doing? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quickly do a Dear Abby letter, yeah. and you're going to give your advice yeah. and see how close you are to Dear Abby, who's a professional. She okay. She's been doing this Is for like. Is she still around? Yeah, she's still doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So I hear Dear Abby, I'm, I'm going to give a summary because it's long. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this woman's in love with two guys. One is, uh, her name is Andy, sweet, nice, sells insurance, mom likes him, uh, except he seems very hesitant on the whole marriage situation. And she's also seeing this as another guy uh, who's tall, dark, handsome, his name is Tony, uh, definitely the bad boy, but she likes both of them, doesn't know which she should really pursue. Again, this, the night, it's like day and night. The day is sweet, nice, but has that hesitant about marriage. But then there's the bad boy who... Yeah, well, he should be hesitant about marriage. She, he, she has another guy. You can't blame him for not wanting to settle down with someone who has another guy. Oh. Maybe she should look in, look inwards. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say neither. I would say um, if you can't pick between two guys, then then neither one is right for you. Oh, nailed it. You Why, what did she say? It. What did she uh, say? Don't marry either one. If it's a toss of date, others and make, then you can decide. And you shouldn't be flipping a uh, don't flip a coin. Oh, t- oh my gosh. You, you, yeah. yeah. Great. You know, I used to make pros and cons lists about mm-hmm. guys I was dating. And then I was like, you know what? I feel like the perfect guy. I'm not going to think to write a pros and cons list. Do you to know what I mean? see how it goes? Yeah, no, it's just like, you're not thinking. Like, mm-hmm. it should just be right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So this next one, um, she having an issue with her sister. Sister, oh, this woman, her sister always pressures her to go on vacation with that. Like her, like as sisters, go on vacation, except... She always wants her to pay, like, and and it's also like spur of the moment and like where she doesn't ha- can't do that. She 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 yeah. can't do like that, and she always expects her to front the money, um, and she doesn't want to be insensitive and just say like, hey, no, but I can't just go on vacation. Wait, just to clarify, so like, let's say younger sister, older sister, younger sister always messages older sister, let's go on vacation, but you pay for the whole thing. Pretty much. Okay, well, no, then I'm sorry, your sisters. Just say, go with yourself. You got to chip in. No, absolutely. I'm trying to think. Okay. Now, let try- also, let me just say, yeah. um, she doesn't have many, She the younger sister doesn't have many friends, mainly because this is the type of person she is. Okay, here's the thing. So when we're on tour, you know, I pay for your flights. Correct. I pay for your hotel. I pay for all your food. I, I, I You know, well, you're mm-hmm. working, so it's a little bit different. But like- yeah. But if at any point I said to you, hey, security, like, um, I need you to chip in for this. Like, I think you would even do you know what I mean? I, I think she just has to tell her and she has to speak up. She has to tell her sister, I can't afford this. You need to chip in or otherwise let's just do stuff at home together. I, you almost like reading it. Exactly. Why? What did she say? Um, be truthful. Um, Tell your sister you can't just spring out of for a vacation. And if she's demanding money right away, you got to say, hey, no, the truth will set you free. It be truthful. And this might be the wake up call. 
The sister Yes. Needs. Okay. All right. Me and Abby. How many more of those do we have to? Just uh, one more. Okay. One more. One more. Three. <laughs> it's just three. It's just three. Well, this is a good one. This is a good okay. one. This is a good one. Okay. Okay. So a uh, 40 plus year old woman, uh, she recently started hanging out with one of her friend's ex-boyfriend. Wait, they... sorry, I was tuned out. Oh. So read that again. <laughs> I see, I told you, when I said how many more, I knew I was hitting oh, my yeah, limit. Yeah. Okay, wait, go, start again, because I really do care. Okay. <laughs> wait, you care about this? You care about the woman? You What, what, do, you, what do you care about? I, I care about the people listening to the podcast who are like, Robin, can you just stay for another 10 more minutes? I have to finish the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, 40 plus year old woman, uh, she started recently hanging out with her friend's ex-boyfriend and they started to develop feelings for each other okay. and they really like each other. Aye. Now, she kind of like, should she? Like, and they started like dating also. Does like, the friend know? The friend doesn't know. And that's where she's like, should she have told the friend ahead of time? Uh, you know, and... Uh, he asked, he said, don't say anything. Let her find out. We already wow. have mutual friends. She'll find out. Ugh, I'm sorry. Okay. What? Okay. I'm like, and I'm sorry to any of my listeners who are doing this, but that's not, you're not a, that's not a good friend move. This, okay. If. Should she have asked, she said, should she have asked permission? Um, yeah. Yeah. Or she, yeah, she should have gone to her friend. Uh, I can't even imagine any of my friends dating Frank. Like I, I would be so hurt and so upset, but let's just say Belinda's happily married. But if Belinda came to me and was like, Hey Robin, um, Frank and I, you know, you know, are good friends. I, I like him. I would love to pursue this. Are you okay with that? Our friendship means so much to me. How do you want me to go about this? Like you ha if this friend really matters to you, you have to communicate Well, at this point, this person has already done, already started dating this person. So now it's too late at this point. She needs to go to the friend if she wants to salvage this relationship and just be honest and say, look, I just want you to know I've been hanging out with blah, blah for the last couple of months. Feelings have really started to develop. I, I just want you to know I love you. I, I'm falling in love with him. I just want to be honest with you. Are you okay? And communicate. Have a talk with the guy and explain that you are not sure how your friend will react if she sees also, you in arm and arm. this guy. This guy she saying keep it a secret? Yeah, she may, not, she may not care, but she could also be very upset. Uh, tell the guy that in light of your friendship... You prefer to be upfront because it's respectful and you don't like keeping secrets. Yeah, but I also have a, I have a problem with this guy wanting to keep secrets. If anyone's like big on like keeping secrets, something's up. I don't trust them. Mm -hmm. Wow, me and Abby. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Uh, Betches emailed the other day. I was like, who are some dream guests? We should have Abby on. Yeah. And we both to give advice together. Mm -hmm. Where does she live? I, I, I don't know why I asked you that. <laughs> I, 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 come on, I, I, could, I could find out. Okay. okay. You have 10 seconds to find out. I, 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 I have to end the show. <laughs> <laughs> if you find out by the time I end the show, you get to keep the end segment. All right. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for calling in and writing in. I hope I was helpful. I just want to do my disclaimer. I am not a doctor. Minneapolis, Minnesota. Really? Oh, my God. We have a comedy show there in a few months. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, hold on. It changes. <laughs> Okay, I gotta end security. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. You could still keep your end segment. Thank you. <laughs> 
All right. So, um, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a professional. I'm not a therapist. I'm just your girlfriend giving advice. I really, you know, am just telling you what I would tell my girlfriend. So make sure you, you take all of it with a grain of salt. And is that the phrase? Grain yeah. of salt. Um, and that, uh, you know, you just know that, you know, I just, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm just trying to help you. All right, guys. Make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. So you know the topic every week. And, oh, we have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.